Uh, well, I just got news today that St. Mary's had to postpone their Thursday game. Yes. Um, and obviously you guys have been through the postponement process as well last Saturday. Yep. What are things like, you know, this, this week, last week, as Things are kind of in flux again with the situation. Well, it just is. It just is our, you know, it's our life. We're used. We're, you know, we've been through it. So, um, it, it is. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's one of the challenges that we're going to face this year for sure. I mean, uh, every single WCC game over the weekend was canceled. I think by the end of the week, I think Gonzaga and LMU might be four games back or three games behind on the schedule, right? Which I don't even know that they, that can be made up. That's more than bi-week games. And so um, we just kind of piece it together as we go. It looks like we have two games this week. We're super excited about that. We're talking to Pacific and St. Mary's literally every day, like three touch points. And so far, it looks good. So we're hopeful that we'll be able to play two. Yeah, you know, uh, I think there's been a lot of ideas thrown around. Um, you know, I'm hopeful. You know, it's it's. Uh, um, you know, we we saw. Uh, what I'm hoping is that they'll give us some flexibility with this, especially if you're the team that gets canceled on. Um, you know, uh, right now San Francisco has got a great game against Loyal Chicago. They had a game left on their schedule, but I'm hoping that, yeah, I'm hoping the league will give us flexibility to actually, um, if we lose the game, to just have some flexibility to kind of find the best possible game we can. Since we're not gonna, there's no way we're playing an even league schedule. There's no way we're getting all the games uh, in that the league has. So hopefully we'll get some flexibility. We'll see. Uh, they'll make decisions here soon. I think. I would guess that they'll do something like that, um, and you know, it's just, I think everyone's just doing the best they can. Um, you know, so I would guess it'll end up being some kind of concoction like that, just because we're not we're not going to be able to play an even schedule. I mean, really, we don't have an even schedule to start, right? Um, but but now you know it's likely that teams won't be playing the same number of games even, and so um, they'll have to kind of figure out a way to do that. If there was a time to, to have a break, was last week kind of like a, a good time for your team at least to, yeah. to get that break? Yeah, we it turned out we desperately needed it. We were and we were uh, on fumes, and so it's given us a chance to kind of catch our breath and and. Uh, and, and just breathe for a couple of days. That was super important. In fact, um, we played Westminster, and um, we met as a staff for a long time that night. And then we we actually banished everybody from the gym for 48 hours. Staff, everyone. And um, I think it was an important time for us because we, the guys the guys were super spent. So it worked out well for us. I think. Looking ahead to conference play, um, specifically at your backcourt with Alex and T. John, um, what kind of an impact do they have as far as the locker room and behind the scenes and leaders with, with this team? Yeah, I mean, those two guys understand how, how challenging it is, right? Um, you know, because uh, they, they've been through it. So if you're a, if you're a novice or if you haven't um, been through this before, you might look, for example, at Pacific and say, ah, Pacific's ranked. 200 something and BYU's ranked 27 or 28 and so uh, you know you might walk into the game with the expectation to win but the guys have been through it here in our gym last year where it was it was it took every ounce of guts we had to pull out a win in overtime that's what conference play is 
And so you have veteran guys like that. They really understand it. They've experienced it. They've lived it. They know that this Pacific game is going to be just as hard as the Gonzaga game on the road. That's what's great about conferences. Everybody knows each other. Everybody's been around each other. Everybody, uh, you know, nobody's intimidated by the gym or the atmosphere. They've all been here and done that. And and um, so it's a it is an unbelievable gift to have two veteran guys like that in the backcourt. Are you um, using in, pra in practice a, a tablet with stats? Will the league? I know that this year in conference play, leagues can have live stats on the bench in conference play. Will the WCC allow that this year? Unfortunately, no, not yet. I can't wait. I've gone paperless. I use no paper. I don't use paper in the office. I don't allow my assistants to put paper on my desk anymore. I do not use paper, and um, I don't even use paper for notes. Uh, and and um, it's actually super efficient. It, you know, it took a little while to get used to, but it'll be. You know, I, I think. Listen, we're 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 growing in our understanding of this game. At least we think we are as a basketball world. And um, and the more information that we're able to process in real time and kind of have available to us, oh, theoretically, the better decisions we'll make. Now we'll see if that's actually true. Maybe it's gonna not be that way but I'm excited for the chance when we can use all the technology in the game that we use in practice why not I, I maybe shouldn't be bringing this up so tell me to just shove it if, if I should but I know that Spence was back in practice today yep Spence is back he, he was in practice yesterday and went like three quarter practice yesterday I think went most of the practice today and he's feeling much better it wasn't just to see him back out there yeah I mean, him and well both him and San right yeah you know we we felt really uh, you know you think about it you, Rich and Gav and Spence and San and then a bunch of fatigue and guys playing their second and it felt like man we're we're down to the you know we, we, we weren't as deep as we 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 had imagined last week so it's nice to have those guys roll back in for sure what's the process like I, I know you probably don't Experienced it, but if, if if you do have to pick up a game on the fly, yep. uh, what does that look like? I mean, are you dialing up just like your close peers in the sport? Like, how, how does that? Yeah. Work? So we're, we're we're actually talking every day. I mean, ever since I, I guess I don't know Thursday or Friday. Um, you know, I talked to I talked to Randy this morning. I talked to Randy yesterday. I, we exchanged messages over the weekend. Uh, we've uh, talked to Pacific every single day. Um, and then you always have all the background noise about like you're always trying to project what if, you know. My what I'm hoping we can avoid is I'm hoping we can avoid as many full installs where we lose a game, right? So that's why I've been driving my staff crazy about like, hey, I need hourly updates because, in fact, I had um, Rob Ramos reach out to the respective trainers today because I didn't want to start an install or, or yesterday. I didn't want to start an install yesterday in practice. Uh, if if there was any news that we were going to lose a game, I just think that's emotionally draining on the guys. We went through that at least four times last year, right, where we did a full install and then lost the game. And um, so, um, so I actually told Rob, I'm like, okay, it, we practice it too. I need a report back from the other two trainers at one, just the best, most current, recent information they have. And um, so it's it just turns into daily conversations uh, with the guys that you're on your schedule and the guys that prospectively could jump onto the schedule. And we're looking for some clarification from the league. Uh, you know, we don't have any extra games in our pocket. I'd like to have one or two. So, uh, meaning we don't have any games available to us out of conference. We've already maxed out at 15. And so hopefully they'll give us that flexibility. Um, but right now, with the games we have scheduled, we're talking every day. What's the, um, 
Uh, you know, I've talked to I talked to Fuey, uh, I've talked to Todd Golden multiple times. I mean, it, that's just what's happening in the conference right now. We're just talking to everybody. What's kind of maybe the theme that's causing some of the pauses in the league that you've heard is it maybe lack of boosters? I mean, what what's kind of the consensus of what's happening? In the conference? Well, I think in college basketball, I think a lot of guys came back to campus, and there was probably some testing protocol for when guys came back to campus. Is my guess, um, and so. Um, I'm hoping that it, it's going to just be this kind of one really heavy hit and then things will, you know, I'm hoping that all the games from, from here on out will go off without a hitch. So, Are you kind of keeping an eye on that, that USF Loyola game Thursday afternoon? I mean, it's at a good time. It's a great game, obviously. Yeah. Also, it's maybe kind of a model of like, hey, this is really cool what, what they're doing. Yeah. Like, Kind of see what they did here. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really great opportunity. You know, they had uh, San Francisco had one game left. They were one game under, right? So they had scheduled one game less, or for whatever reason, had one game left to get to 15. And um, you know, credit Todd and uh, to, for getting that done because it's the game that we're all chasing, right? Those are the games that we all want. So, from your time when you're an assistant here, and now you're entering your third year, um, what differences do you see in the league in that time? Well, this is the best the league's ever been. It's not even close. I mean, we have four teams in the top 40 right now, give or take a spot, right? And um, I think it's probably six in the top 100. And, um, you know, that's in rarefied air. I don't think all the Power Fives have four in, in the top 40, or maybe it's close, right? So um, the league is really, really good. Um, uh, and, and, um, it's, uh, you know, the venues are getting better, and um, you think about the upgrades that, that schools have made, and and uh, the coaching is really, really good, and the talent is good. And one of the things that's during this year is um, you have so many teams in the league that kept their super seniors, so the league is super veteran this year, right? It's um, And so all those things have kind of combined uh, to make this league really good. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, you think about it, you know, I've said this a couple of times, give or take, I mean, give or take a few spots. You know, if you just take St. Mary's and San Francisco and Gonzaga, at the end of the season, that could work out to be, of those six games, that could work out to be four or five quad one games. Even, quad one games at home against uh, against league opponents. And, and so just that sample size, what is that, 70, 70 or 80 or 60% quad one games out of those six games is, you know, that's never been here before. And so you think about if you're, um, you know, if you're, if you're out of those four, that's a possibility of eight or seven or six quad one games in league, right? Where traditionally we've been like, we've been super happy we get three quad one games in league. And so um, it just gives you a, a, a little bit of idea. I don't, I don't know if we've ever at this point, and I, I think it's probably true that the WC has never had four teams projected to be in an NCAA tournament in January, right? Um, and so that doesn't mean it's going to hold, but it just gives you a sense of how, how competitive this league is right now. It's super cool. What's ch changed from um, Damon Stoudemire to now Leonard Perry's uh, Pacific program? Yeah. I don't know if a lot's changed. I mean, they're still super physical and they play really, really hard. And I think they're shooting it better. Uh, they're shooting it better than they have in the past from beyond the three-point line, which is a, a, a big challenge. You know, at the three and the four and the five, they're shooting it really, really well from beyond the three. And um, 
but they're still long and athletic in the middle. You know, they could put a team on the floor that's 6'3", 6'6", 6'7", 6'7", you know, 6'10", and really long and athletic, and they play hard. So uh, it, the DNA of the team is still there. And, um, you know, uh, coaches um, so far on film, it seems like he's been a little bit more locked into um, – you know, he's, it doesn't look like he's switching as much um, defensively right now. It looks like they're running s some similar offensive options, a lot of horns, a lot of uh, some weak and, and uh, s some floppy, you know, kind of thrown in the beginning end of plays. They still space the floor with their big, so there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, maybe what changes, too, from non-conference games to league where you just kind of know the personnel, the tendencies? What, what maybe changes on the, on the court stylistically? Yeah, um, it, you know, it's funny. We, we, uh, we've been watching our games from Pacific and St. Mary's, of course, the last three or four days. And it just is like, as a staff, there's times where we just all burst out in laughter because it just is a, it's a freaking slugfest. It's just a wrestling match. I mean, it just is nasty and gross and ugly. And that's what league is, right? Um, and it's because guys do know each other and, and, it's, um, and it gets so physical and it makes it fun. One Zoom question. Fire away, Zoom question. I think that's me. Hey, Coach, it's Julie Jack from the Salt Lake Tribune. Julie, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Great. It's good. Thank you. Very good. Hey, um, so I just want to take you back to a little bit what you were asked, or what you were asked at the beginning. Um, but, you know, USF and um, Loyola Chicago are going to come and play at Salt Lake Community College. Kind of. When do you, I mean, at what point would BYU start pursuing like, a game like that, kind of a non-conference game? And, and when do you start putting those machinations in place to mm -hmm. find a place and an opponent and yep. whatnot? Well, what we're hoping, so right now we don't have any spare games. So what that means is we're, you know, our league schedule is 16 games and we're allowed to play 31 total if you play a, to a full MTE. And so we've played 15 non-conference. We have 16 uh conference game so we don't have any flexibility what we're hoping is that the league because there's no way we're going to be able to play a full schedule um, like I said there's there's teams that are already going to be four games behind right and so um, what I'm hoping is the league will give us flexibility where if you lose a game like uh, we lost the Portland game where they'll give us the flexibility to either try and reschedule that or or keep that game in the hopper and maybe get something out of conference so we'll see, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what the league decides. But that would be our only avenue towards getting creative with our with our schedule. Um, I think it could be really good for our league uh, if there was some flexibility. Um, I, I think that uh, if it was something that we did where, you know, um, you know, the team that was canceled on, for example, we were canceled on. Yeah, if we give those teams the flexibility, I think it could be really positive. But we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of things to consider um, as that goes forward. But until that happens, we're stuck. When do you expect to hear from the league? Have you, have you asked? Yeah, so uh, I know they're having conversations every single day. Um, you know, I've been having conversations with Tom. And, um, and so, you know, I, I think they're, probably what's going to happen is they'll give us some direction now. And there's a good chance that direction changes in two weeks is – we see how things go, right? We're kind of back in that mold where the guidelines will probably change consistently as we go through the season. And sorry, one more question if you don't mind, but have, like at one point do you start to kind of 
start wringing your hands as games stack up as cancellations happen because of COVID. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think it was interesting. I think it was, uh, you know, without even saying anything, I think our guys were a little bit, I think it was emotional for them. Um, you know, we found out, I don't know, we found out Portland was going to cancel Tuesday maybe. And, um, and, and the guys didn't say anything, but it just felt like it felt like the air left the building, right? Um, and so, um, you know, I do, I, we, we have walked down this path before as well as everybody in college basketball. We've done it really successfully. So we're confident that we can do it. We're just excited. That it looks like right now that we got two games this week, and that's great. And that means we'll only be one game down in schedule, and, and if, 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 if it stays that way for the season, we'll be super excited. And there's a chance it does. There's actually a chance um, that, that we get through the rest of the season relatively unscathed, so we're hoping for that. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Julie. Thanks. Thanks. Oh. Oh, I'll go ahead. I'll go Mark, you have these guys uh, practicing in different types of things, and with all the pauses, mm-hmm. what, what areas do you try to sharpen up when you have some next space? Because you normally don't during these plays. Yeah, so um, we're we're trying we're trying uh, some different concepts offensively and defensively right now, and so we'll try and I mean we, we're not going to make any wholesale changes, but there's some things that I want to try and filter in, you know, uh, some untested concepts that we're going to try and filter into this game against Pacific. And, and we're going to do it gently, right? A couple shots here or there um, at trying some new things and see if, if, if there's anything that's got staying power. Um, we're trying to kind of change some of the ways that we space the floor offensively, uh, trying to uh, change some ways where we attack off the ball a little bit. Um, and, and defensively, we're, we're actually trying some, uh, a couple uh, different rotations that I think we'll have to use in the league pretty soon. So um, we're not, there's no wholesale changes, but there's, uh, there's dipping our toe in the water of growth in some different areas that I'm excited to see how it works. As your players start up the semester and you head into some conference games, some pretty tough games, how do you see that affects your players? You mean with, with class? With, with class, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Um, Sometimes I think class can be really steadying for our guys. It's the, the, the schedule gets really busy and it gets really full um, and discretionary time starts to go away. But you kind of get in this rhythm and this routine of a grind. Um, and so for some of our guys, I think it's actually super, super beneficial. For all of our guys, it's beneficial because they're getting a great education. But, but um, for some of our guys, I think it actually helps them feel steadied in terms of the way they play. Okay, thank you guys.